Welcome to the Citizens Health Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with your hosts, Jim Turner and Peter Mingle. Make sure you check us out by clicking on the Citizens for Health Radio Show link on buildingfortunesradio.com. That's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. Citizens for Health provides over 100,000 supporters with consumer news, action alerts, and opportunities to take action. For nearly two decades, Citizens for Health has been a nonprofit pioneer in the natural health freedom movement. The Citizens for Health Education Foundation offers tools to inform the public of health issues and educate and influence policymakers. Jim Turner is here to spread the word about some of the most interesting topics that can affect your world, from the dangers of mislabeled or dangerous products to the questions and concerns of vaccines. You'll want to listen to Jim as he speaks on behalf of Citizens for Health. And now, on to our show with Jim Turner and Peter Mingles. Take it away, Peter. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to the Citizens for Health radio show that we do every Friday, and I've done every Friday for multiple years. It's probably over a decade um, at noon Eastern time for those people that want to listen in live. Well, if you heard from the intro, it said James Turner or Jim Turner. Jim Turner passed away in January of about two years ago, and I kept playing replays because I loved the previous things that he said. He had timeless uh, lessons and great explanations and his thought process was just excellent and no one can ever replace Jim Turner. I still have a tendency to think that he's looking down on this radio show and other people that he cared for as well. Well, I kind of badgered the people over at uh, Citizens for Health and I, I finally got James Gormley to jump on and do some radio shows with us and we started doing the radio shows just recently. So 2024 is the year that we started doing radio shows again for Citizens for Health. So you want to check out citizens.org, C-I-T-I-Z-E-N-S dot O-R-G. And over the last couple of radio shows, we've heard a little bit about James, the nutritional industry, supplements, stuff like that, as well as the activism that they do over at Citizens for Health. So remember, Citizens for Health is the organization. Citizens.org is the website. Um, and I mentioned, you know, hey, listen, you can bring as many guest hosts as you want here because it's a common cause. And today we have a guest host, so I'm going to step out of the way as fast as I can. So for those people that want to check out the stuff that's going on with citizens.org, you can certainly check that out. But James has his own website, and I'll plug that too, jamesgormley.com. So it's James, like his first name, Gormley. You know, you could probably misspell that a couple of ways. So it's G-O-R-M-L-E-Y. So G-O-R-M-L-E-Y.com, jamesgormley.com. You'll be able to see the stuff that he's been working on. And today as a special guest, and I'm going to kind of step out of the way, ask some questions along the way perhaps. But, James, thanks for being here and bringing your special guest. My pleasure. Thanks for um, the opportunity as always. Um, yeah, I'm very happy to be here um, once again. And uh, I'm also happy to have a, um, a good friend and colleague of mine, uh, Stephen Lukowski, uh, who's joined us for today. He's the Cran Man. He's a, a big booster for cranberries, all things cranberries and berries, um, since they're so important for health. And there's so much that's been coming out about cranberries and in terms of, you know, in the marketplace and for health. And some mostly positive stuff, some negative stuff in terms of fly-by-night operators out there. But, um Certainly a lot of good, positive information about cranberries. Um, and uh, with that, I, I'll be happy to turn the baton over to you for the minute, for the moment, Stephen. Just uh, if you could just uh, introduce yourself and, uh, you know, talk a little bit about cranberries. 
right. Well, thank you, James, and, and thank you, Peter. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure and honor to be on the show, and uh, you know, and I hope you guys are having a fantastic week so far. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the um, you're right, James. They uh, they've been calling me Cranman ever since I got in this business, and you know the um, and really it's uh, if if I if I cut myself open, uh, I will bleed cranberry because uh, I just <laughs> that's been my passion. That's been my my life and uh, changing, you know, changing people's lives every day with cranberry, and it's been a wonderful um, journey and, uh, and a success story for 30 years in the cranberry business. And, um, and I just feel like I I fell out in, in the, onto planet Earth into a cranberry bog for some reason, and because uh, my whole life has been nothing but, you know, cranberry, um, really trying to save the planet and making a difference. Uh, through the upcycling of the by-waste of the cranberry. You know, all that uh, pressing of the cranberries that go into juice that you see out there in the marketplace. And uh, and then what's left over is the seeds and the skin. And uh, uh, and that seed and skin has been uh, fed to the, the animal industry. And so we've had a lot of healthy pigs and chickens out there for all these years in the past. And uh, I've come along and, and been able to take that waste stream, um, which is now called upcycling, and turn that into value-added health products, which today, um, I'm proud to say, has really been uh, now recognized by the FDA uh, in terms of a health limited qualified health claim on helping uh, treat the uh, urinary tract and support healthy maintenance of urinary tract. So imagine all that, all that uh, by-waste out there that, um, you know, was being fed to the industry, uh, the animal nutrition industry is now going into capsules and tablets and gummies and other delivery systems to help people live longer and healthier. Well, that's all good stuff. And, of course, we have, you know, people sometimes ask, well, gee, why are there so many UTIs today? Are there, you know, are there more uh, UTIs than before? And there are a few reasons for that, but one of the reasons for that is there's been a multi-drug resistance um, that has been increasing dramatically um, in conjunction with antibiotic, resist- antibiotic resistance, and that's created not only an economic burden on societies and on communities, but it's obviously <laughs> not anything people like. It's very unpleasant to have a yeah. UTI. Um, and yeah. it's, it can be dangerous as well. So, um, so certainly, not that we're saying that cranberries, you know, using it, u- using it as a direct treatment, we're not saying that, but we are saying that it, it's a, it's a natural approach to, to um, improve the health of, of a person's urinary tract. Um, it sort of uh, discourages bad bacteria from sort of and other things and films and bad bacteria from forming um, in our urethra, um, particularly women who have, have a greater incidence of this. Um, and it does, it does a lot of good things about keeping everything going smoothly and helping us, helping women in particular, reduce the incidence of these types of uh, unpleasant um, problems. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, UTIs uh, are, you know, basically that's what cranberry has been known for. Uh, you know, whether it's the cocktail juice 
um, or the uh, the cranberry powder supplements out there. Uh, urinary tract infections has been, you know, the, the story behind it. Now, not all cranberry juice cocktail is the same. Not all cranberry supplements are the same. Um, you know, and this is where I come in and, and where the farm-to-table story is so important and the vertical integration of the supply chain. And uh, because, you know, UTI is one advantage, you know, for why people should be taking cranberry every day. But you don't need to wait for UTI. Cranberry should be taken every day by everyone because it goes well beyond UTI. And um, so, uh, yes, uh, you know, we, we, we're starting to see, um, you know, the superbugs out there. Uh, but, you know, cranberry plays a role in areas of reducing biofilm, you know, on the urinary tract wall. It doesn't kill bacteria. Uh, it just reduces the biofilm formation so the bad bacteria can't cling on and colonize and grow. So basically what happens is it just sort of the bad bacteria slides off. And the same thing, uh, the same mechanism of action when it comes to oral care. And a lot of people would be surprised to hear this uh, who are listening today. Oral care cranberry. Right. How many people would think that cranberry, brushing your teeth with cranberry, would be beneficial in helping you reduce cavities and plaque buildup right? and, um, and, and stopping helitosis? And uh, there's, there's science out there in the industry that shows that, you know, whether it's a, a cranberry uh, juice for mouthwash or a cranberry powder that, that goes into toothpaste, these, this is an industry where people are dying every day because of dirty teeth. And uh, everything starts in the mouth. And it's connected to the gut, and which is connected to the brain. So there's a, it really is a, it's a, it's a I call it a, a, a triple axis. And, uh, you know, so uh, the cranberry has a role beyond UTI, but everything has to start with quality. And this is one of the concerns I wanted to talk about today and uh, in terms of how does consumer know which cranberry product they should pick up off the shelf and um, and uh, in, in, in my opinion uh, if you ask me it's not price price is not you know low price does not mean high quality the lower the price the concern consumer should have out there and um, because not all cranberry powder is the same, and uh, and the and you'll you'll notice that you know cranberry it's it's if it comes you know first of all the sad part is is that we 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 are you know we're growing cranberry in all all parts of the world, but in North America we have the best quality cranberry growers and processors and suppliers, and I am trying to encourage the companies out there in the dietary supplement industry to buy from North America, right? Why would we be buying cranberry from China when we grow it in our own backyard, right? Right. The, the, you know, that's, and, and so if we're going to stop, if we're going to rescue people from UTI issues, if we're going to help people live longer and healthier, everything starts in the supply chain. Now, Stephen, um, uh, I read something the other day um that of the 20 of 20 botanicals where there was a highest incidence of um fly by night operators basically uh 
doing uh, basically adulterating products with phony, um, you know, knockoff ingredients. Uh, yeah. Cranberry is one of those top 20 from the last year. Yeah. yeah unfortunately, uh, we there's many bad actors in, in the industry. Um, you know, the wonderful world of our business is self-regulation, but sometimes that's not – the bar is set too low. And um, uh, so we're trying to stop the bad actors from getting away uh, by, you know, selling, you know, uh, ingredients that, uh, that do not meet a certain quality standard. Uh, and, you know, and we're doing our best to, you know, introduce different test methods to measure a, any foreign contaminants in the cranberry powder. Um, and uh, so we're, you know, first of all, you know, there's different test methods out there to take a cranberry supplement off the shelf and determine what's in it. And if it does, if it's more, if there's something else in there besides cranberry, we know right away. And and this is there's test methods that are available now for that, which weren't available years ago, but today they are. That's the good news, right? So so you know we put the bad actors, you know, unaware that we're going to catch you, because there's test methods out there now that if you want to fool the consumer and taste the greed for profit, right? This is what's going to happen. We are going to mm-hmm. find you, and we will let the industry know about you. And this is where I'm coming from, right, is to, you know, not just provide, you know, quality cranberry out there and, and make a difference in the world of, of people's health and well-being, but to, to make sure that the consumer is receiving a cranberry product that's efficacious, safe, and pure. These are very, it's very, very important in the industry and uh, for, uh, you know, for us to be able to work with the, you know, with the retail brand owners to educate them mm-hmm. to let them know that not all cranberries are the same out there in the marketplace. Well, that's, that's very good. And I'm sure Stephen's going to probably take us to a short break in a second. But um, I, um, you know, I think it would be a lot of the people who listen to this program are involved with affiliate marketing and, um, and involved with um, either health coaches or selling dietary supplements or somehow involved or allied to the industry. So they may want, might want to know, um, you know, a little bit about the um, North American, you know, the, about the fruit door and, and perhaps some of the brands that, um, that use that particular um, ingredient. And um, I'm sure they'd be interested in knowing about that um, before we break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, one, you know, one of the, you know, the, you know, I would think one of the largest and the only organic player in the cranberry industry and the nutraceutical side is Fruit Uh They're the largest organic grower on the planet, um, and you know they they're vertically integrated. They control the quality from start to finish. Uh, so that that means they can they can produce a, a quality consistently, batch to batch, and they're standardizing their quality materials. And so they've set the bar pretty high for other suppliers to follow. And um, so, but the consumer doesn't know that this product belongs to, you know, companies such as Fruit Dior. So, so our, our role as educators is to, is to, you know, sort of guide the consumer to understand that, you know, look for a brand that you can trust, you know, and, and look for on the label what to read for on a label for cranberry. Look for some standardization of proanthocyanidins. Look for, you know, um, the fruit equivalency uh, on the back label. Look for 
that, yes, 7.2% proanthocyanin activity, 36 milligrams of total packs. Look, look, look for as much information as possible, you know, on the label, you know, to, to know that you're not buying cranberry stardust in, in, in the bottle. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, they don't want fairy dust. No, exactly. And, 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 you know, once we do come back from the break, I want to let people know how they can smile every day with cranberry oil <laughs> looking in the mirror at themselves, right? Because Fruit Cure has been able to provide this cranberry oil in the industry and mm-hmm. uh, to make it for people healthy aging. Excellent. Okay, good. Well, so we're going to be, we're going to be ahead, coming right back. I think mm-hmm. we have the cranberry man, <laughs> Dr. Cran. <laughs> we are here <laughs> talking about cranberries on Building Forces Radio. We'll be right back. <laughs> You've been listening hey, to the Citizens for Health radio show, brought to you by Citizens for Health on buildingfortunesradio.com with Jim Turner and Peter Meagles. This special segment can be heard again with almost any device by going to buildingfortunesradio.com. That's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. Citizens for Health provides over 100,000 supporters with consumer news, action alerts, and opportunities to take action. You can learn more by going to the website citizens.org. That's www.citizens.org. Or through the link to the Citizens for Health show segment on buildingfortunesradio.com. For nearly two decades, Citizens for Health has been a nonprofit pioneer in the natural health freedom movement. Our special guest, Jim Turner, has an extensive background as an attorney and is one of our favorite experts on Building Fortunes Radio. Tune in often and listen to Jim. Visit buildingfortunesradio.com. Click on the Citizens for Health radio show link to learn more and hear our archived radio shows. Thanks for listening to Citizens for Health radio, and now back to our show. And we are back talking about cranberries on Building Fortunes Radio. This is our Citizens for Health radio show segment. We have James Gormley, who has a website, jamesgormley.com, and then Stephen Lukowalski. No, <laughs> Lukowski. So Lukowski. That's my cousin. L-U-K- like, there you go. There you go. <laughs> L-U-K-A-W-S-K-I. He's the cranberry man. Hey, so I have a, a, a generally naive question. So I know you're a cranberry fan. So I guess let's talk about the different forms of cranberry and maybe like what you'd eat. So I guess you can eat cranberries like they were actually cranberries. So I think yeah. they, they sell them frozen, right? You could buy frozen ones. You could probably buy fresh ones. So you like swallow the thing, you know, but then you'd have to deal with those pits and those um, and the skin and everything else like that, plus whatever kind of a taste but might happen for it. But it's great for smoothies, I suppose. So you get like yeah. cranberries, the physical stuff. You can have them fresh or frozen. And then the three parts that I heard afterwards was, you know, when you're, you can buy them in a bottle like liquid, you know, the stuff that we drink, and then the stuff they were throwing out was the seeds in the skin, and you figured out what to do with the seeds in the skin. So is there a better form of cranberries or, like, you know, a good – cranberry is cranberry. Like, it's, it's all good for you. So whatever form you want to take it in, it's better than doing not cranberries. So help me with that because we have a lot of new listeners in here, and probably everybody's heard that cranberry is good for – you know, infections, like the UTIs, um, especially if you have girls in your house or women. Um, the reality is, though, is that not a lot of us are that familiar with the best ways of being able to do this. And um, I'll let you unpack that. Okay. Well, for the listeners out there, if they, if, just for educational purposes, I think if they want to see cranberry in different delivery forms, 
uh, they could just go directly, uh, we'll take them directly to the t- farmer, the grower, the processor, the largest organic cranberry company in the world, Fruit Dior. They just have to type in uh, nutra.fruitdor.ca, and they will get an opportunity to see cranberry behind the curtain. And, and this is where the quality begins in different delivery forms. All right, so uh, when I had mentioned cranberry juice cocktail, that's one delivery form. Eating cranberries frozen, I don't know, it's like it, it's so sour. Have you ever bitten into a cranberry? And, you know, it's so oh, sour. I know. Yeah. I'm a cranberry so, fan. So like I've been, a, I've been a closet cranberry fan for a long time. We've, we've always had cranberries yeah. one way or another in the house. Yeah, you've got to acquire a taste for that tartness, so it's not everybody's cup of tea. So, oh, again, tea. You can actually have, make a wonderful cranberry tea, all right, <laughs> with the cranberry powder. So that's another delivery form. Then we got those seeds, which we had talked about, and when we, when we cold-press that oil, which we'll talk about in a moment, we get the seed meal left over. And that seed meal left over, Peter, you were talking about, you know, uh, putting into smoothies. Well, did you know that that seed powder from cranberry is full of fiber and full of good protein, all right? And, um, and it's, uh, it, it, has, uh, it has all the essential amino acids in there. So it is a superfood, right, a superfruit from the seed of the cranberry, and it has prebiotic benefits. Everybody has heard of, po- of probiotics. Now there's prebiotics. And, and they come from different plant-based seeds, and cranberry happens to be one of them. So cranberry, it can deli- it could go that seed powder can go into a smoothie. It, you know, you'll see it on the shelf sometimes. And in, in, um, when you look for uh, um, you know uh, uh, different beverage powders out there in the marketplace, right? But that it also could go into the skincare industry, all right? The cosmetic and the toiletry side. Because it can go into soaps, it can go into lotions, it can go into serums, and uh, but also skin masks, right? So it's an exfoliating agent in the world of cosmetics, and um, and so that leads me to the oil. Why would somebody want to take cranberry oil, you know, from the seed, the cranberry? Well, the Health Canada has come along and said we are giving you a qualified health claim, a claim which is called NPN registration, a natural product number, that is a good source of omega-3. Good source of omega-3. Who thought by consuming a tablespoon of cranberry oil, we're going to get a good source of omega-3? And why should we be taking omega-3 every day? Right. Well, the benefits of, you heard of fish oil or, or krill or algae, they're all promoting DHA, EPA, right? But they can't promote the, um, the omega-3 story, but the plant-based seed oils can't, and cranberry is one of them. Every day, people should be looking at cranberry oil for its good source of omega-3. It also has omega-6, also has omega-9, and then it has these wonderful tocotrinos and decopherols and, and sterols in there. I, and uh, I know the consumer may not know what that is, but at the end of the day, that oil is being recognized by big cosmetic companies out in Europe, for example, L'Oreal, Revlon, right, mm-hmm. for hair formulations as a carrier. 
And so we're, we're starting to see now cracking the code with cranberry oil in the skincare industry. So it's really a healthy thing. Cranberry oil has found the best place. You know, some people will say, Stephen, why does your skin look so golden tanned all the time? And I say, well, I give most of the credit to my mom. All right, but she says it's because of the cranberry oil. So mm. I put cranberry oil on my face every time I shave. And I also put it in my hair for hydration. You know how you get itchy scalp on top of your head sometimes? You don't know why? Right, well, you know, cranberry oil gets into the pores of the skin. Right, it, it helps hydrate the skin. So... You know, so we're finding cranberry oil from that seed, get one little drop, but it's become a major player in the in the uh, skincare industry, and that that that's the beautiful side of of cranberry oil, and we don't know what's in that cranberry until we take it apart, so it's like that humpy right. dumpy approach. And right, so, no, it's uh, true. In fact, uh, you mentioned tocotrienols and tocopherols. Those are just really just parts of vitamin E which, of course, we know it's super beneficial, degraded natural antioxidant. And you mentioned the oligomeric proanthocyanidins that are in um, uh, cranberry, and that's obviously super powerful um, and beneficial antioxidants as well. And I just wanted you to touch quickly, Stephen, on the 500 milligrams a day, the whole thing having to do with the qualified health claim in the U.S., is that the number yeah, that people should be shooting for, and and how easy is it to get through different delivery systems? Well, in the dietary supplement industry, the FDA uh, – thanks for bringing this up, James. The FDA has said 500 milligrams all right, of cranberry fruit powder, not juice powder, not extracts, but fruit powder. So that's forcing a lot of companies right now to change their labels because they have juice in their capsules and their soft gels, or they may have extracts. And, uh, but now FDA comes along and says, if you want to use this limited qualified health claim, you've got to deliver 500 milligrams of fruit powder each day to a consumer to make that claim. So that's the good news. So the cranberry mm-hmm. fruit powder has been recognized as a, you know, as a, um, as a, a positive con- you know, contribution in support of healthy urinary tract. And, um, and, and your listeners at the end of the show, you know, um, if they can reach out to James, you know, that James could give them that, uh, you know, that page mm-hmm. that they can go to and, um, and, uh, and learn themselves, not just about cranberry, but about also other ingredients that the FDA has approved of where we can make qualified mm-hmm. health. So yeah. um, a lot of people don't know this. So, um, but yeah, the 500 milligrams now, does that mean that, oh, we can just throw cranberry stardust in there and call it cranberry fruit powder Nah, bad actors will try to do that but no not not companies like three door all right who are out there raising the bar because not all cranberries the same they will say that we're standardizing the cranberry for certain level of proanthocyanidins which are what's used to measure for urinary tract antihesion activity so fructior they will test their product for antihesion activity the cranberry powder. So when they sell to a, a retail brand owner, they will get you know a, you know show them that they've tested for antihesion activity with this powder. Then they got real time three year shelf life stability to show that the proanthocyanin activity remains stable, that they don't degrade. 
right? So this is, this is raising the bar. And then they go through a purity, um, authenticity, identification testing program. And, um, and you know, they use a, a best and best, uh, I will call it fit for purpose, best in class test methods to measure the proanthocyanidin uh, levels and also for the authenticity. So uh, there's, uh, there's programs out there that, uh, you know, that are you know, reaching out and helping defend against adulteration because adulteration is the worst enemy in our industry right now. That's our biggest competition. So, um, but uh, the FDA certainly has opened up the doors and cranberry sales now are just taken off, which is really exciting because, you know, it's making a difference in people's lives. Absolutely. All great information. So we're going to run out of time, and obviously this is just scratching the surface. I'd love to hear more about this, especially about the uh, the FDA and the health claims that people might be able to make that are authorized. You know that they can actually say, "Hey, listen, this is what they re- this is what they recommend." Um, especially in the uh, people in the MLM business, the affiliate marketing business, a lot of people are selling stuff. Um, you know, to try to supplement whatever they might be making on their YouTube channel and things along that line as well. This is all good information. How would we find more information about you, Stephen, if you have a website or anything else like that? Because I'm sure there's a lot more information over there as well. Anybody's on LinkedIn, uh, they can just reach out to me on LinkedIn, and I will connect with them. i got over 30,000 followers and growing. And uh, so, got it. so that's one. That's one area, and, and Peter, I'd love to connect with you again, and, and you know, because it's, um, it's, it's going to take leaders like James and yourself for us to really lead the way of education and, um, and, uh, and, you know, and great work that you're doing up to now. This is so important for the future. We are role models for the younger generation, and, um, and if we're going to make a change in this world and save the planet, it's up to us to do it. I, I, I appreciate this. Let me... Yep, let me make sure I got your name spelled right because those people looking for you on LinkedIn. It's Stephen oh. with a P-H, right? Yeah. So S-T-E-P-H-E-N. And then yeah, last S-T-E-P-H-E-N. name is real simple. It looks weird, <laughs> but it's L-U-K-A-W-S-K-I. So L-U-K-A-W-S-K-I. Got it. And, again, one way you pronounce that is? Well, I pronounce it so people can remember it. Look at the cow ski. <laughs> Look at the cow ski. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so this, is, this has been fun and entertaining, and I, I've been a big fan of Cranberry. I'd like to see all the things I've been doing right or doing wrong on future radio shows. Hopefully you'll be able to come back soon because this, well, this is really good information. Yeah, well, this is a amazing platform to be able to get the word out. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so we're going to catch it. We're going to catch everybody next week on Building Fortress Radio. This is the Citizens for Health segment. If you go to citizens.org, C-I-T-I-Z-E-N-S dot O-R-G, you'll be able to see the cool things that the organization is doing. Citizens for Health is the organization. Citizens.org is the website. And James Gormley is the president. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We'll catch everybody next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You've been listening to the Citizens for Health radio show, brought to you by Citizens for Health on buildingfortunesradio.com with Jim Turner and Peter Mingle. Thanks for listening. For nearly two decades, Citizens for Health has been a nonprofit pioneer in the natural health freedom movement. Go to www.citizens.org to learn more 
and always listen in to Building Fortunes Radio, where our special host, Jim Turner, shares crucial information about many of the most important issues that affect your world. Citizens for Health provides over 100,000 supporters with consumer news, action alerts, and opportunities to take action. So listen in, get involved, and help spread the word. Be sure to check out the BuildingFortunesRadio.com website to hear more Citizens for Health segments with Jim Turner and Peter Meagle. And read about what's new on www.citizens.org. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. Jim Turner, Peter, and I want to say thanks for listening and ask you to go spread the word. Tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world.